0: I'm Jenny. I'm Mike. This is Alan Omni's this It is podcast where we are watching every movie ever nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards.
1: Yes. It is true.
0: I like the way I said, it is a podcast. Yes. <laughs> As if you were not aware.
1: Um, today we are talking about Deliverance.
0: Yep. <laughs> you know, it's funny, that was about as much enthusiasm as I could muster when, before we watched it. Uh-huh. Uh, it would be like, yep, this week... Oh, and this was the thing, too. I kept, like, telling people. Um, I kept telling people that we were going to be watching this movie, and more than once, their reaction was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, same. Yeah. But... uh but I didn't hate it.
1: No, I think it has uh mutated into a much different movie in people's head in like the collective unconscious. Right. Uh because of the one thing anybody knows about it.
0: Exactly yeah i guess is this does this episode need trigger warnings I, like is this like the crying game everybody knows i guess i don't know
1: they're... yeah that is as far as i know that's the only thing anybody knows about deliverance yep. mm-hmm. uh although it, it's it's sort of stopped being as much of a cultural touchstone as it was at one point that's true uh i think for if for some weird reason like up to like the early 90s just you could just make squeal like a pig jokes and everyone would know what you're talking about
0: i feel like it was that some that one of those jokes was in something very popular in the 90s and that is where kids learned it maybe um but i don't remember what it was i don't know i remember something as big as if not wayne's world (laughs) you know like something like that yeah
1: i remember a kids in the hall sketch where uh like these these two awful hillbillies were just really obsessed with that one scene in deliverance and it involved Mark McKinney saying squeal like a pig a lot. Okay. Uh, but I don't remember anything else about the sketch.
0: Uh. I feel like it's possible that I also saw that cuz yeah. I used to cuz I didn't you know, I didn't watch the kids in the hall the way that you did. Um, and having seen all the episodes, obsessively and, and
1: endlessly. I don't think I've seen every episode of the Kids' Law. Oh, the whole. okay. Cause there's there's a couple they they wouldn't run on Comedy Central because mm. there was uh, too much bad stuff in them.
0: I see. Uh, but yeah, but I did used to watch it on Comedy Central sometimes, and it's possible that that's also where I learned this from. Now that you Maybe. mention it.
1: I mean, it's been a thing. I think it's really weird that there's like Toy Story 4 banner ads on the Deliverance page. <laughs> yeah, I saw on that. On IMDb. They're just yep. on every single movie you yep. click on yeah, right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter what. Yeah. Uh, I f- I feel like uh I feel like Disney should be able to like pick and choose what movies they advertise on. Yeah. Like please don't have Woody standing next to uh, Linda Lovelace. <laughs> <either>. Right. <laughs>
0: Um, are you looking to see? Like, I was gonna references? go to the connections page. Yeah. This is the
1: thing for like the end of the podcast, but now I'm really curious. Right.
0: Since we brought it up, uh, I guess do you want me to talk in the meantime? Sure. To to fill air while you look this up. Uh, yeah. So if you don't know anything about deliverance other than that, uh, there is a, a sexual assault in it, um, mm-hmm. Uh, which, this is terrible. Uh, I But I was literally about to say, but at least it's not against a woman for once. <laughs> um, and actually, you know what? I would argue, not to jump right into, uh, uh, you know, um, a hot takes, but I would argue that that's the reason why this is still in the collective unconscious, mm-hmm. is because uh a man gets raped in this movie. Yeah, and there's like, been
1: dozens of movies where uh where women get raped and like it's a plot major plot right. point. I <laughs> like
0: how you said dozens, as if there aren't hundreds. I mean, but but yeah.
1: Well that's the I would that it, yeah, it's even worse somehow where I was I was gonna be like, well, there's there's dozens where it's like a major thing and there's probably just hundreds where it's just offhand it referenced reference. happens,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh yeah, so but I do think that that is the reason why it's the thing that people know that's what made it uh like culturally mimetic was that uh you know, it's stuck in men's brains in particular. Yeah, <laughs> in and
1: and that. like uh there were probably there probably have been uh movies that d- dealt with like, the aftermath of rape from, like, a woman's perspective, but, like, those are almost, like, walled off from, uh, from all movies, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. those are movies for women, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, except for the fact that, uh, a good amount of those are, uh, you know, like, uh, exploitation movies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's even more of those. The whole genre, yeah, Mm -hmm. of just, uh, of just, you know, rape revenge and stuff.
1: Yeah, this was, uh, a big movie by a Big movie. Actually, it wasn't really a big movie. Okay. Um, well, okay. So this movie is based on a novel by James Dickey written, I don't know, in the 60s sometime. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was mostly a poet. I'm not even sure he's ever written another novel after this. Okay. Um, and this movie was directed by John Borman, who had made um I think like four previous movies at this point his first film back in the 60s was having a wild weekend which was the which was basically a hard day's night but with the dave clark five
0: <laughs> I did not know this success yeah of.
1: um yeah, and he made a couple other things. Uh, his biggest thing at this point was uh Point Blank starring mm, Lee Marvin, okay. but that was like a, a little tiny film and uh so he'd never had like a huge hit and this became the big hit, but like this was a nothing little movie. The like it was financed by Warner Brothers, but you know, at first th- it was going to be sort of a prestige movie and they were going to get like two big name stars to be in it and then Warner Brothers was like no this costs too much money uh, you have to do it for less and less money and they basically made it for absolutely nothing and from by all accounts it seems like it was almost an independent film Yeah. Uh, but it was financed by Warner Brothers and, uh, yeah, you know, this movie now stars two very famous people, but at the right. time they weren't really, uh, John Voight had been in Midnight Cowboy, but his career was sort of like on the rocks at this point. Uh-huh. And Burt Reynolds had started uh, three TV shows that had all been canceled after one season. Okay. So, yeah, uh, nobody wanted him in movies either. Um, Ned Beatty and Ronnie Cox, it was their first movie. Okay. Um...
0: I uh, I don't know why, but it just in my head, I had trouble with the idea of Ned Beatty having a first movie. You know what I mean?
1: Because <laughs> it's just he's been acting for forever?
0: It, that's what it feels like, yeah. I guess that's the thing with, you know... With Everybody's got to have a first movie. I know, but I, I think that that's the thing from just being our age and just watching these movies from the 70s, you mm-hmm. know, that... Uh, that you know, they were new at yeah. the time. And, and Ned
1: Beatty was in so many movies in the 70s like I was looking him up on Letterboxd um, after this movie and you know, sort of by popularity and like I've seen the first like 12 most popular <laughs> Ned Beatty movies and I'm not even like a huge it's not like I go, I'm going to watch these movies because Ned Beatty's in right. like, He's just in all these great movies yep. or pretty good famous movies
0: did you find the answer to this question?
1: Well, it's been mentioned in plenty of things uh, throughout the uh, '70s and '80s. Uh, it is directly referenced in *Dazed and Confused* when Ben Affleck uh, uh, whacks the guy with the, the paddle. Okay. Okay. It seem, it seems like it's just been consistently uh, referenced right. over decades, and it's it is it mutated into a, a a point of of humor of right. uh, cuz uh it's like because it's just so uncomfortable.
0: Right. Mhm.
1: We'll talk about that scene okay. later, I guess. Right. We were getting into the history of the movie, yes. I guess, a little bit. Uh so yeah, this was like this was a super low budget movie made by made starring uh pretty much nobodies and uh and directed by a guy who'd made a couple of weird movies. <laughs> That some people like a lot. Okay. Uh, And then it just sort of exploded. Um, And I don't really know why, except that, you know, it's good. (laughs) It is pretty good, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I actively wanted to dislike it. Yeah. Um, Even with, like, you know, the read on it is like, oh, this movie is about uh, masculinity and, Mm. like, so I went into this movie, though, uh yeah, act, just kind of actively not wanting to like it because, um, I, uh, you know I heard this movie was about masculinity and toxic masculinity specifically, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, cool. I mean, I'm ready for the hot take that uh, men are garbage and uh, and I don't know, but but that's not it is about that, but like not in the not in the simplistic way I thought it yeah. was going to be.
1: Yeah, it's about um I don't know it's 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 a, it's got it's got a lot of uh, a lot of depth to it, a lot of different uh weird things going on like about our relationship to nature mm-hmm. and like uh being an outsider and uh and yeah like these it's yeah there's see well I don't know. Uh we didn't talk about the what the plot of the movie is.
0: Okay, so the plot of the movie is these four guys from the city yeah. decide that they're going to raft down this river before it is dammed off and becomes a lake? Yeah, and, and I, they're
1: um, in canoes. But yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I said raft. I'm sorry, That's fine. but yeah, they're in yeah they're in canoes. They canoe down the river. Mm-hmm. Um, they're canoodling. And, hey, yes. uh, and yeah, they um, and it's a bad idea all around. Yes. Basically. Um, not only because because like when people talk about this movie, it makes it sound like you know. They're just getting hunted down by crazy hillbillies. Yeah, and that's not the hills have eyes, and it's not that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's we. I think it's left a little ambiguous. Basically, uh, like about halfway through, they're attacked by just these two men who you have never seen before, and uh, and uh, one of the party, Ned Beatty, is uh, Ned Beatty's character is raped, Uh, and then they uh, they they kill. They manage to kill one of these guys. Then another one gets away, and then they basically, uh... Shit, somehow it gets even worse from there. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they spend a long time burying this guy, and then going down the river more, but then the river gets worse, yep. and then they're being...
0: Uh, the one friend who didn't want to... He wanted to go to the police after they killed this one guy, mm-hmm. uh, and he is outvoted and has to help bury this guy, and, um... He basically he goes into shock and falls mm-hmm. out of the canoe and, yeah. and I think
1: it's it's possible that he was shot.
0: That's the thing. This it's... is what I think because that's what, you know, Burt Reynolds' character says. Mm-hmm. It says that he says that he was shot and uh but presumably by the guy that got away. Yeah. And so they're, you know, they're on the lookout for this guy and then well, I'll get into that, but basically he says that uh, this character Andrew, right? Drew is Drew. his name, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, was shot, uh, but you don't hear a shot or anything, and he just kind of is not really moving or anything before he falls out of the boat. Yeah. He's just unresponsive. Mm -hmm. He doesn't put on his life jacket. He doesn't paddle, and then he just pitches forward out of the boat into the rapids. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. And so, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be clear one way or the other, but I was under the impression that he was just in shock from from you know participating in a murder cover up, yeah, and uh and and couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. handle it and fell out of the boat. Yeah,
1: it's certainly possible, but then also uh, after they they go down this particularly bad rapid of. Uh, one of their canoes breaks, and they's and uh, Burt Reynolds' leg is broken. Yeah, and then like really uh,
0: badly broken, like you see like goo coming out.
1: Yeah, which apparently was just like uh, a lamb leg that they bought at a butcher shop okay. and just stuck it in Burt Reynolds' pants. They did no other uh, <laughs> like makeup. They just literally okay. like cut a hole in the pants and shoved it in, and I mean, it and it works. Yeah, completely. it looks gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's it's John Voight's job to, like, climb up this sheer rock face to try and find the guy who was shooting at them. Right. allegedly, And he is there. He comes back well, the next morning.
0: That's the thing, okay? Is I think that the movie makes it unclear whether that guy is the guy that was there. That's true. Yeah, because, like, even to the point where, like, John Voight, you know... Uh, he has a bow and and arrows, and he's like uh, supposed to be a hunter. But there's a scene early on where there's a deer there, and he can't shoot the deer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bert Reynolds' character, Lewis, is like, "Yeah, you know, some some guys like never can take the shot or whatever." Mm-hmm. And uh, and finally, uh, John Boye only shoots this guy on top of the cliff because this guy is pointing his gun at him and is going to shoot him. So he finally shoots. Uh, it looks like he misses. He stabs himself in the side with his own arrows like a yep. goddamn idiot. <laughs> and, uh, but he does wind up killing this guy. And then, as like after he does it, he goes over to look at him and immediately panics because he thinks it's not the same guy. Mm-hmm. And he has to like reassure himself because the guy, um, uh,
1: he he did not have uh very many teeth. teeth. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: And so he like reassures himself by like. Putting his fingers in this guy's mouth and like popping out his like fake teeth in the front. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, okay, it's the same guy, but like is that is that real like proof? I'm not I'm Not, not really, but it's it is
1: the same guy.
0: Okay. Is it it it's is the literally same the same guy? Because I couldn't tell. Yeah. It's the same <laughs>
1: actor. I don't know why he has a bridge and wasn't wearing it the day of his uh <laughs> Uh, of, of his adventures the other day.
0: Right. But yeah, so that, I guess, um, I guess that makes the movie less interesting to me. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I thought it was more interesting when uh, they wound up just killing a random stranger mm-hmm. because they thought this guy uh, shot their friend who was... Almost definitely not shot. I mean, like in the version of in the version of the movie that plays in my head, all mm-hmm. of those things happen, and it's the,
1: they still they're can basically be. just
0: descending into madness. Yeah, you know,
1: they, those things can still happen.
0: Okay, but that version of the movie is more interesting to me. And then, so then they have to cover up this second murder, uh, of this guy who it turns out is you know, like actually has family and stuff in the sheriff's department who are looking for him mm-hmm. and. I don't know, and it's a whole it's a whole thing. So yeah, yep. I uh, well, what were you gonna
1: say? Well, it's just just uh, finish up. They uh, they all this shit happens, and then they get back to uh, to the town that they were trying to get to originally. Yep. And uh, they've got a deal with the police because one of because th- their friend died. Yep. Uh, Please don't seem to know about uh at least one of those mar- i don't know that's true uh, they only
0: yeah they only seem to be looking for the for the one other person. guy yeah the second guy yeah uh so that was the other thing that made me think it maybe it wasn't the same guy you know mm-hmm. was because uh if they killed both of these guys you know it would be weird if the cops were only looking for one of them you know
1: I mean, I guess. I don't know. That was what I thought.
0: So I didn't, but I didn't think about it that way. I don't know. I like, I, I like the plot better. The more ambiguity, isn't it? The more it seems like ambiguous. Yeah. But the more that it seems like these guys from the city just went uh, full feral as soon as bad things started happening to them.
1: I mean, it's also very unclear. Uh, I mean, just no one talks about it, whether like uh, this is. Like, cause they, they go into, they, they find this like small town at first and they, they like drive through this gas station and they're immediately sort of, there, there's a, a hostile, uh, air yeah. between them and the locals right? because they are sort of, uh, condescending jerks yes. you know, <laughs> to all of these, uh, inbred wackos. <laughs> And uh, and so it's really unclear whether that has anything to do with the fact that they run into these two crazy people an hour into the movie.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, like, I couldn't tell if, you know, if they all knew each other. Mm-hmm. Like, if they kind of, you know, if these guys heard that these guys were, uh, you know, the if the two hillbillies, like, heard that these uh, idiots from the city were... were you know canoeing down the river and they were like i know we'll really mess them up you mm-hmm. know or if because at the beginning of the movie when uh there's the you know the people from the town that they get to drive their cars for them mm-hmm. uh well, they all get in the into the car together the the hillbilly guys uh, you know, there's a, a pointed shot of one of them putting his rifle in the back of, yeah. of the car. And I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, oh, see, these guys know what kind of crazy people live in the woods out here. <laughs> they want to be prepared. Mm-hmm. But, um, or
1: they just are looking to maybe shoot themselves. Some city boys.
0: It's possible too. Yeah, yeah we don't know. We don't know their motivations. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just uh, yeah. It's very ominous. Yeah. Out there, and in fact, like the first half hour of the movie, it seems like Burt Reynolds' character's job is to just say the most ominous shit, like it's every true. five minutes, like yeah. every single line. He he says is like well that's that's the movie that's the yeah whole. that
0: was making me crazy yeah. at the beginning like especially when I was not on board and then you know and then Burt Reynolds would say things like you know sometimes you gotta lose everything before yeah. you find yourself I mm-hmm. was like all right is that just on the poster because if not it should be yeah because that's it that's the movie but yeah. Yeah, th- and
1: then, yeah, I was on the quotes page. Uh, like, yeah, he he's got like that line. He also says at one point, "You don't beat it. You don't beat this river. You don't beat
0: this river." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He seems like a real whack job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Burt Reynolds character. Uh, he's always like it's his idea to go on this trip in the first place. Then mm-hmm. uh, it's just because he wants to. To travel down this river while it still exists, um, and then you know, and then later on, they're talking about um, basically he wa- hes like a survivalist. He wants to mm-hmm. be prepared for like the downfall of civilization, <laughs> and
1: which like he was just uh, on on the the other side of that. Like that's just everybody nowadays. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of doomsday preppers. That's true, uh, all around. Yep. He was on the forefront of that. Yes,
0: yep. Uh, and then you know, and he—it he, it certainly seems to work out at the beginning. He seems very confident mm-hmm. at uh, shooting rapists. Yes, but you know, then he just breaks his leg, and then he's useless. So mm-hmm. he's just useless the rest of the movie. Yeah,
1: not even he can beat the river.
0: Exactly. You don't beat that river. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I don't know. And then uh. And then John Voight is a soft boy. Uh, yeah, he plays a soft boy. I actually because I don't I don't like John Voight. Who no, likes John Voight? Nobody
1: does. I don't think but, even Angelina Jolie likes John Voight.
0: <laughs> right. But like uh but he's good in this movie, you know, yeah, back when he was young.
1: Yeah, he was a very and, good actor.
0: Yeah, and but like I was struck by I I don't think I'd ever seen a movie that he made when he was young. Mm-hmm. And so I was struck by how much he looked like Angelina Jolie. Like, uh, you know, they're just big, round, blue-eyed faces and Mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know. Uh, And, yeah. So, like, I don't know. He seems to be... He's the character that's just going along with shit. Yeah. Until... Until he has to make the decisions because uh, because he was following Burt Reynolds around and now Burt Reynolds is incapacitated.
1: Yeah, th- uh, this movie doesn't really get into any of these characters' backstories. You basically like learn what they do for a living. That's yeah. about it. Um, but I think that's really smart. And, like a little just...
0: bit about like what their outside life is like, but yeah. not. A lot.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you can draw your own connections, but it certainly feels like, uh, like maybe, uh, he and Burt Reynolds seem like they were, I don't know, maybe childhood friends or something like that. Yeah. And they're very close. They, yeah, that's true. Uh, but, but they, they seem like
0: maybe college buddies, yeah. except that I have trouble believing that Burt Reynolds' character went to college, you know? <laughs> but they've got that vibe. Yeah. So but maybe like, high school friends or something. Yeah.
1: But, but they, they clearly haven't, uh, they don't do the same things right. in their spare time anymore.
0: Yeah. And like, uh, I can't remember John Voigt's character's name.
1: Um he, there was okay, so there's Lewis, which is Burt Reynolds. Yep. I think Ed is John Voigt. Okay. There, yeah. There's Bobby, which Bobby is, is, Ned is Ned Bay Beatty, and, and then uh, Drew is yeah. Ronnie
0: Cox. Okay. Um but yeah, so at one point though, the first one there uh I guess it's I don't remember when it is, but uh but Bert Reynolds is asking John Voigt like you know why he comes on these why you always want to come on these trips with me mm-hmm. you know like you got a wife and a and a baby but you always want to hang out with me in the woods <laughs> <laughs> Like, and it's just funny because like he it seems like he's judging him even though like that's his friend yeah. he's like why do you want to spend time with me mm-hmm. like i don't know and it's just but that's like the most that you find out really other than that uh the one other guy has uh has a wife or kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the most you find out about like anybody's outside life. Is yeah. that like John Voight uh, is a you know a real suburban dude? Uh, the implication is, and he just, mm-hmm. but he's just like, nope, I'm gonna go on this this adventure in the woods. Bye. <laughs> With my weird, crazy friend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, and I think that that is like part of the the part of the discussion of masculinity that the movie is having or thinks it's having.
1: Yeah. It's um, yeah. They definitely like touch upon like uh, it's, it's almost, it's almost like a uh, macho m- machismo. Right. Uh, versus like actual like masculinity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true, but like I don't think the movie comes down in favor of one or the other when it, like, really should? (laughs) Like, because, I don't know, it's sort of... It seems to be kind of interrogating this, but then at the end it's just like, well, it doesn't matter what you do because nature can beat you no matter what. Yeah. You know, that seems to be the real message of deliverance. It's like, (laughs) it doesn't matter what you do, the river, you can't beat the river. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and it's like, um... Yeah, at the beginning of the the movie, these, like, city boys are being, like, gross to these yep. uh, these hillbillies. Uh, and then, you know, so when the hillbillies do, like, some heinous shit in the middle of the movie, it's, like, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're not, like, the, the pure villains of the movie. I mean, those two guys are the villains <laughs> of the movie. But it's it's weird. But it
0: seems sort of like they're getting punished for their hubris a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: it's like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well
0: yeah, I think that's the thing. I think it feels like um like the them getting attacked by the hillbillies is them being punished for condescending to the hillbillies and then mm-hmm. getting attacked by the river is like them being punished for condescending to nature. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know.
1: It's also I, I think this might be uh in some ways like like, uh, an allegory about, like, the Vietnam War.
0: Okay. That, you know, I never thought about that, but that probably, that probably makes sense. Yeah,
1: I feel like there's some subtext there where, you know, we just, uh, we just, like, went into the country, like, thinking, we know what to do. We know how to do everything here. And then, uh, and then Vietnam being like, nah, no, nah, you <laughs> don't know yeah. anything about us. We don't want your help.
0: Yep. Yeah, that actually that makes a lot of sense, and mm-hmm. I just I forget things like like you know the fact that they were making movies about Vietnam. You forgot that you forgot that that the Vietnam
1: War happened.
0: I, I mean, I don't, I didn't forget it happened, but I kind of forgot that they might be talking about it yeah. in movies that were not about it.
1: I mean, it's certainly not explicit, right? Uh, but I I feel like. It's interesting that this came out. I also out would think like,
0: it would be later in my head because I have mm-hmm. no concept of time.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the war had been going on since the early '60s, and right. it only just ended, uh, like when this movie came okay. out. I think or it might not even even have ended. I don't know. It was around the it was around the time that it was, and because I I don't know exactly when it happened. Uh, I all I remember is that in '72, George McGovern's entire campaign was like, "End the Vietnam War. It's mm. stupid." Okay, and then uh, two weeks before the election, Richard Nixon yep. said, "Hey, are the Vietnam War is over." Right. And so George I McGovern that. had no campaign. Yep. And uh, and then and Richard Nixon won in like the greatest landslide in American history. Uh, because until, until because Ronald
0: everybody went. was just glad yeah. that he had done the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: He That's knows not- he, clearly the man knows what he's doing. He just ended the <laughs> Vietnam
0: War. Yeah, not just anybody could have done that. Yeah. Like literally anybody could have done mm-hmm. that. You know, you uh, Nixon do- could
1: have done that uh, at any point. Exactly. In the last four
0: years. How you could have? I mean, we watched the post. We know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but that makes sense. Yeah. Uh. Good read. So, I want to talk about the cliff, though. Okay. Because uh, John boy has got to climb up this whole cliff, and it has the weirdest-looking day for night I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, so what they did is well, they had to shoot it for day, and mm-hmm. there was basically no good way that they could like like usually what you do is if you're shooting on a bright day or you're shooting day at all you basically um put the like f-stops down on the camera so like the least amount of light possible can go in but it was just like apparently it was just really hard to do that like they just, even then it looked like daytime uh-huh. um as it very often does. Like, right. a lot of times I've also seen, like, like old westerns that shoot day for night. Like, there's no way that's nighttime because the sun is just shining down every angle. There's no... Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then, and here it was, like, always cloudy, it seemed mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And so the light was all diffuse. So apparently what they did is basically the, the sky behind them was, like, white enough because it was cloudy all the time that it basically took the negative image of it like they okay. they printed it negative and then took that sky and printed that on top of the okay. regular so sky so that's
0: why the the night night sky is like green
1: yeah it's it's like yeah this weird like bluish thing and like it it like bleeds over John Void's right. face and stuff yep. and yeah it's it's weird
0: like i a little bit uh liked it because because it f- c- sort of felt like going crazy climbing mm-hmm. that cl- climbing the cliff cuz he has to you know he climbs it for so long yeah and um it looks like it took an entire day mm-hmm. and uh and everything is green and it's all over his face and it's all blown out and I'm like you know on his face I mean I'm like uh yeah it I it felt like uh it felt like going crazy
1: they truly were the cliffs of insanity.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: yeah, it's a really weird effect. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it's more or less distracting than it would be if they just hadn't done anything and you were like, this is clearly
0: daytime. Right. Yeah, that's possible.
1: Let's talk about the the scene, the one scene Okay. where uh, the, the infamous uh, rape scene. Where John Voight and Ned Beatty are just sort of accosted in the woods, uh, they're taken by surprise, and one of them's got a gun. They tie they tie John Voight to a tree by yep. like his neck, so he really just like can't move at all. Yep. And he's just got to watch this happen. Yep, and and then for like a really long time, it's just like one long take of all of these guys, and are and like they keep moving. I don't know. I remember on the commentary, John Borman talking about like how. Uh, the rest of the movie had been sort of like edited at like a normal pace, and he really wanted this one moment to just like everything stops, and you're just like getting very uncomfortable. Right? Like, why isn't why are they cutting? Why why isn't there a close up now? Uh, and so you you feel the weird tension, and then it happens, and it's still it's still a very uh, uh, disturbing scene, mm-hmm. even even to like knowing it's coming. Uh, like hearing like, it reference so much. It's not
0: particularly graphic.
1: No, it's it's really not. Yeah. The the most you see is like, you you see Ned Beatty's butt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, couple a lot. Times, yeah. And it's yeah, there's there's really no. You just see like the pain on his face. Yeah. Uh, at times, yeah. That's like maybe the worst part is like, well, there's a, there's a big long uh, part where. Uh, Ned Beatty's like in his underwear and he's trying to get away and he's just like climbing on this like hill and getting all like dirty, dirty. And, and brown and then finally the the guy catches him and then and then starts uh, going at it and and then it cuts to like just extreme close ups of yeah. both of their faces while yep. it's going on mm-hmm. and it's and it's just uh, yeah it's... yeah
0: and there's also it's a lot. yeah and there's also uh, you know. A real close close up of John Voight too, just mm-hmm. having to having to look. Yeah, yeah. And like, I guess he could have not, but mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe he felt like he couldn't not look. Mm-hmm. I don't know because
1: it certainly seemed like the way they they tied him up, they wanted him to see it. Right. And so maybe if he closed his eyes, the other the guy with the gun might. might have, That's uh, true.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. But yeah, it's no good. Very bad.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's but it's a really effective scene. Yep. Especially like now considering like that just exists as as like a cultural thing and, it, and it's existed as like comedy for so long. Like it's it's weird to me that the, like the big takeaway from this movie from for the culture is like Like dueling banjos and and hillbillies looking stupid.
0: To the point where, um, you know, when I had a conversation with us at work, somebody told me that all they knew about this movie was, you know, uh, that scene and dueling banjos and did not know that those things did not happen at the same time. Yeah. Because that's to the point to which, so like, it's the only thing anybody knows about it. Like, they assumed that dueling banjos plays during that scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, like, in the culture at large. Dueling banjos means uh, shit-kicking dumbass hillbillies. Right. That's the that's what the signifier, uh, and all as does just squeal like a pig. Right. Um, which is really weird. It's like the entire culture at large is is these people in this movie who are not good, who are yeah uh, quite rude to these uh, these people just living their lives. That's true. Uh, and, yeah, it's just, it's, and also, I think it's just because it's, it's a rape, it's uncomfortable, people want to make jokes about it.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and I do think that it's because, because it's a man.
1: Yeah, so. Because they, yeah, then they, uh, was, uh, yeah, a man is like, well, I don't want to think about this. I don't Yeah,
0: right, exactly.
1: I don't want to think this could happen th- to me. Yep. This must be a completely ridiculous thing that exactly. must be made fun of. Yep. And it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which yeah. So I, t- I think this movie it doesn't exactly get like a bad rap. Like I don't think anybody thinks, like, I don't know if you haven't seen it. Well, actually, no, you hadn't seen it, and you were like, I don't want to watch this. this. Is yeah. Uh, this is gonna be garbage. Uh,
0: well, I don't think I. Th- I mean, yeah, maybe I did think it yeah. was gonna be garbage. Yeah. Um, and it's not garbage, but I mm-hmm. certainly even. Uh, without that, uh, I certainly didn't think that it was an experience that I would get anything out of. Yeah. You know, and then it just seemed like. Um, I feel this way about movies in general. <laughs>
1: uh, that they're well, not an experience. <laughs> That's not something you, uh, an experience would no, get much out of.
0: I just mean, like, whenever people talk about. Movies are about, fine. Movies are fine. Whenever people talk about, you know, uh, film nerds talk about, like, really difficult movies to watch, and they're like, oh, but it's so good, the filmmaking and stuff like that, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, do you think I'm going to be thinking about the filmmaking if I watch, like, Irreversible? Well, that's not,
1: I mean, I don't know, I've never seen Irreversible, I don't really want to either. Right, but Uh, that's what
0: I mean. It's like people, I I don't know, because I feel like there's an attitude where people are like... Oh, you know, it's fine. You just have to. You're thinking about this too emotionally. You have to divorce yourself from the content uh, to a certain extent to appreciate the filmmaking. And I'm like, that's stupid. That's, I, yeah, I agree.
1: Like, okay, so I am uh, to a certain extent always conscious of the filmmaking because that's just that's what, what I'm. It's what I'm interested in. It's right. you know, I was I wanted to make movies since I was like, I don't know, like two and so this is just a thing that i've always been noticing my entire life and i can't turn it off and you know especially since i've learned more about making movies and made them myself so i can i can never turn that off but like the reason to watch movies like this is for the emotional experience right Okay, and, and we're, we're back. I have no idea what we were talking about, um, like, 15 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, we got we really just,
0: distracted as soon as the pouring rain Yeah, started. it just
1: started raining really hard, and it seemed like that would be bad for audio, and also us was uh, sweating like a pig. I shouldn't say that now. We're trying, <laughs> now, uh, now I'm thinking about that again. Well, we were talking about that scene. Yeah. yeah. Actually,
0: I thought about, and I was reading the trivia a little bit while we were waiting... Um, Not about that, but it mentions how there's nobody credited with a score for this movie.
1: Yeah, well, really all the music is... uh, There's dueling banjos, and then there's a few minutes of like a slightly different arrangement of that. Yeah. And that's it. There's no other music in the movie.
0: Yeah, which is wild, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that... I think that's like pretty effective even though I didn't mm-hmm. notice it at the time. Yeah. Because... Well, it's not
1: something that uh, not something that you should notice. Yeah.
0: But like because if you were out in nature, there there wouldn't be music.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in you most know what I mean. In most movies there's there's music playing th- and like, such. I I know, yeah. but
0: but you know, but you know what I mean though, like the quiet of of just being out in the woods yeah. or whatever would be. I don't know. You, whatever. Uh, yeah, no,
1: it does almost uh, put you more with the characters yeah. in a way. Uh, I think it might have just been... a, a la- Like, I, I've heard John Poorman... John Poorman kept talking about how they had just no money at all <laughs> to make this movie. And I think he originally was going to have, like, a score... And it cost too much. He had to cut like seventy-five grand out of the budget, or something like that. Okay, this was made for nothing.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I, I think that there's weird, uh, atonal music that plays during the cliff thing. I think that's part of what makes it so weird. Maybe in my memory, there is. Yeah, no, no, um, I don't remember.
1: There's not a lot of music in this movie. Uh, no, way.
0: in general. Um, I think that in, another thing that people might not know because you know like i said everybody just knows oh dueling banjos from this yeah. it's like that part of the movie is like kind of nice mm-hmm. like you know it's uh even though they're being dicks to these to these people from the town mm-hmm. you know uh it's just like this he uh drew and this kid just wind up just playing music together and like and having yep. a good time and yeah. and the guy at the gas station starts dancing and i'm <laughs> yep. like and it's it's mm-hmm. It's a hell of a thing, mm-hmm. but like, which seem-
1: apparently that uh, that guy just started dancing,
0: which it, yeah. it's great. Yep, and and yeah, but it seems like just right, and it's right at the beginning of the movie, and it seems for a minute like it's like, oh, uh, we can we can all get along mm-hmm. if, if we don't treat each other like garbage, and yep. um, and then the answer we, is no. no, no, we can't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I just think that it's the opposite of the rest of the movie it is yeah
1: it's very and it's a weird way to to start a movie with just like just like four minutes of uh banjo music yep. Like this is fun uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it's like don't worry this is the only fun you're gonna have yeah, for the next t- much. two hours
1: oh i remember what we were talking about when it got real rainy which is that uh, people telling you not to get like emotional about oh, uh, movies, yeah. and like yeah, like I'm always aware of how movies are made all the time, but like I've never I never put a movie on because I'm like yeah I really want to see how this guy uses the camera <laughs> and like that's stu- I mean well I probably watched yeah, a few movies but like that. that's a that's not a great reason to watch these movies especially like like I mean in this movie. It's it's not like John Borman is doing some really interesting things. He's, he's made a, a very good movie, but he's you know, it's it's shot like a movie.
0: Right? Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and uh, and yeah, uh, get emotionally affected by movies. That's why <laughs> why else would you watch movies? It yep. seems silly to watch them otherwise. Yep. Uh, People who like watch movies to like seriously analyze them for their their flaws and yeah, <laughs> things right? like that. Ugh.
0: Like how about live your life? How yeah. about have fun. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna make a tick on this sheet of paper every time I notice a flaw in this movie, and then we'll uh, we'll see how many add up, and then uh, see what this uh, gets out of a hundred. Right. Uh,
0: the score of this movie is yeah. like like please please go do something. Just leave your house. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: uh, so, uh, solve a math theorem or right? something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, Create
1: an algorithm. Do yeah, something with
0: like go go sit under a tree, you know, for a couple of minutes. Uh, speak to a person you think is cute, you know, like. Uh, uh,
1: actually, I don't know. I don't think they're ready for that.
0: Well, I just, <laughs> I just want to give them soft, gentle encouragement yeah. into the world. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be like. No, you should you're you're terrible and I'm judging you. I'm like, "No, just go go experience some other things yeah. for a little while. Take a break." Anyway, but speaking of fun, yeah. um it was a thing that struck me during this movie is, you know, when they start uh near the beginning of the of their canoe trip, you know, everything's flat, everything's nice, and they go mm-hmm. through their first uh rapids. Yeah. And and it looks like fun. They have yeah. a good time, and it's like it's like a, an amusement park ride, mm-hmm. and everybody's enjoying themselves. And then it's like uh, they're as as the movie goes on. Every time there are more rapids, it's just more and more tense. Yeah, <laughs> it's like because uh, you know the second time is when uh, uh, they uh, they break the canoe and uh, Drew falls out of the boat, and all mm-hmm. that happens that's terrible and then uh and then they have to go through even more rapids at the end with uh with lewis and his leg broken in the bottom of the boat and 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 everybody just looks just really tense and really drawn and like Mm -hmm. i was like why did they think this trip was going to be fun (laughs) like what did they think even barring like if nothing else bad had happened like what was going to be enjoyable like did they not scout this river in some way you know i don't know uh, they did not they did not they clearly did not no. yeah
1: and like all of the locals are like are gonna raft you're gonna canoe down that river yeah
0: right exactly <laughs> yeah and why yeah they're all yeah exactly they're like why and he says because it's there mm-hmm. and, the, and like and yeah and the townspeople are just like These men are dumb. Why are they dumb? And 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 like, you know, and the the main characters are just like these people. They don't know anything. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, the moral is listen to the locals. I guess. Sure. They know Uh, more about the area than you. The
1: moral is uh, never try.
0: (laughs) The moral is never try.
1: Yeah. (laughs) uh yeah this is a uh, pretty short movie okay uh it's like an hour and 41 minutes or something like that it's very nice uh change of pace for best picture nominee right uh everything we watch is like at least two and a half hours Uh, we've got two uh three hour movies to watch coming coming up up soon
0: yep great yep thrilled uh and one of them we, even though we don't have to watch it is two parts and they're both three hours yeah
1: long. yep
0: so actually that applies to both of them
1: <laughs> that's true although we're not gonna watch the godfather part two for this thing because no. we'll have to watch it another year. exactly um so this movie was nominated for three academy awards okay that's it uh best film editing uh best director john Borman, and best picture Okay. Did not win anything.
0: Uh, I saw in the trivia that uh, Burt Reynolds said that he thought it didn't win Best Picture because he posed nude.
1: Uh, Yeah, Burt Reynolds only ever thinks about himself. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, uh, hey, Burt Reynolds, did you think maybe it didn't win Best Picture because it was competing with The Godfather? (laughs) A superior film?
0: (laughs) No, never occurred to him. Yeah. It never occurred to him.
1: It's like...
0: Those guys in The Godfather, they didn't have to throw themselves down a river. I'm
1: I'm sure it didn't occur to him, because I'm sure he, like, turned down The Godfather or
0: something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he was considered for The Godfather. Well, I
0: don't know. maybe he was considered
1: and they turned him down. Okay. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Because I was going to say, because he hadn't made movies before then, so I'm sure that... Well, he'd
1: been uh, in some movies, but yeah, he was mostly a TV guy. Right.
0: I'm Uh, sure that he wasn't on the... On the radar necessarily mm-hmm. for The Godfather, but like
1: we'll we'll get to this in uh, in the Godfather episode. But like they were looking at everybody okay. in Hollywood, okay. and uh, when like Coppola was like, "Hey, I want to cast like you know these very Italian and Jewish looking people," and the studio was like, "What about Robert Redford <laughs> as as a man named Corleone?"
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm
1: sure Burt Reynolds was in the mix there at some
0: point, right? they were like he has dark features. Yep. Um, I do think it's a little bit interesting that none of the actors are nominated, but it's also, you know, yeah, so I many, think it flew so under many many the dudes, radar a little bit. Like, but I also do, th- yeah,
1: way. I also do think like yeah, the Godfather was this year, which had like. As many like yeah. big performances by men, you know, yep. like and
0: then they nominate them all for supporting actor. Yeah,
1: exactly. So yeah, these all these w- I feel like a lot of it, like maybe Ned Beatty would have gotten supporting if he wasn't up against Al Pacino <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh,
0: Joel Gray, yeah, <laughs> the other the other end of the of the. Sp- Who's the fifth person?
1: Um. Oh yeah, Eddie Albert in the Heartbreak Kid. Okay uh who's, Which
0: I know is a movie you like a lot. Yeah. And that. he's
1: very good. He's like the dad of uh the woman of Sybil Shepherd in the movie. And I feel like that was a guy like that's one of those words where he's like an actor. He's been around for decades mm. and always been good and got a best supporting actor. Uh, he was on he just finished up his run on Green Acres <laughs> when he got this best supporting actor nomination.
0: That's kind of funny.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, a lot of these people are very good Ned Beatty in particular—they're all pretty good. This is yeah. this is uh, definitely the best uh, role Burt Reynolds had. That's true. for like the next decade, yeah, at least.
0: I do think that nobody—I would say nobody—except for John Voight—is really doing that like heavy lifting acting in this movie. Though. Yeah, you know that capital A acting, all my feelings on my face kind of acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they're all very good. Yeah.
1: I think, and I think that uh, like Burt Reynolds' role plays to like his strengths really well, like in the same way that like Smokey and the Bandit does, but like it's a good part, right? You know?
0: Yeah, it's like, like oh, this guy be- is it's so like, charismatic, and you don't trust yeah, him exactly. Yep, yeah.
1: And he's, he's he's got his guns out the entire the entire movie. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah. just wear- Best supporting
1: <laughs> actor goes to Burt Reynolds' arms.
0: Yep, it's true. It's really rocking that vest. Yep. It looks like a wetsuit. Yeah, home. it's like
1: rubber. It's a yeah. rubber vest. It's very yeah. strange. Weird. Um, yeah. Ronnie Cox. Uh, he. I don't. He would be. He. He kept, does.
0: He acts pretty hard. He's
1: good, but he. Uh, they all. I mean, they all. Do. Yeah. I don't know. What, he kept acting through the seventies and eighties, but like he didn't really come back strong again until like the late eighties, when for some reason he was just like. Uh, the face of of corporate evil in all those Paul Verhoeven <laughs> movies. He's okay. the bad guy in RoboCop and Total Recall. <laughs> and I mean, he's that's very good to know because
0: I genuinely don't know who he is. Yeah, uh, that's, so. those are
1: the only two other things I know him for. Okay. He's apparently also has a uh, 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 quite popular side gig as just like a touring like folk and country musician.
0: Okay, I guess I don't have anything else to say about. Yeah, that. I don't know. I guess well, I'm, we can talk about the name.
1: The name Ronnie Cox.
0: The <laughs> name Deliverance. The name
1: Deliverance. Yeah, it's apparently uh, explained in the novel. Okay. But it's sort of like representing like a deliverance from like city life. Like that's what they're expecting. They're just like they're you know they're expecting salvation from like the hectic lives that they lead. The ra- and, race. Yeah, and it and it's very much not that.
0: Yeah, because I did I thought about it while we were watching the movie because I didn't know that and it just it it seems that way when they you know they finally get to the end of the river uh mm-hmm. it's, and it's and a very they,
1: different sort of salvation it's, right? Uh, they can't yeah, they wait to get, get back, to, the back to their shitty lives yes
0: exactly but they do they finally get to the end of the river and there's literally a church there mm-hmm. uh which uh which turns out is on wheels. It turns out that church is on wheels. Yeah, it was well, there and they put and it on wheels cuz they have to move yeah, the whole town, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's going to be a lake soon yeah. yeah.
1: We didn't talk at all about like the ending of the movie or like the last like 15 minutes of the movie or so. Yeah. They've they've gotten out of the river safe and then they're just sort of like it's it's mostly it's just uh John Voight and Ned Beatty like like recovering right. and hoping nobody finds out that they murdered two people.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And it's interesting. I I feel like you know, as, as some version of this movie, like the more maybe exploitation-minded version of this movie, would have just ended with them getting off the uh, out of the river i guess that's true in some way but i feel like you need the the aftermath of it to like see what this has done to these people
0: yeah there's the one part that's really good because you know john void has to go to the hospital Mm -hmm. uh but he doesn't have to stay long like burt reynolds is stuck in the hospital because he has to have surgery on the fact of his mutilated leg basically but um but yeah but uh when when john void gets out of the hospital and he goes to the the place where they're staying and uh, yeah he he goes to this
1: he goes to the they're they they're put up at this uh like little hotel and there's like a dinner for like all of the residents of this hotel but it's like a big like family dinner uh and 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 and, and Ned Beatty's already sitting there eating because he's doing all right and he just walks in late and he basically just can't handle it yeah (laughs) everybody's like
0: real nice to him and he sits down and like just immediately starts crying yeah and then there's so like start, a minute,
1: and then yeah. everybody's like, "This corn is something special." Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Like they give him a second, and then they're like, "Okay." I'm like, yeah. "He'll will be okay." Let's keep talking. Yeah. He'll get used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 It's a it's a nice moment.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then there's the the sheriff, or not even the sheriff, but like the deputy doesn't. Mm-hmm. He knows that he knows they did some shit. Yeah but uh but nobody can prove anything mm-hmm. and and then and then it's all gonna be a lake yeah so, so like yep.
1: yeah and then uh at the very end of the movie uh like uh before they're gonna uh leave this town forever like the the sheriff like just walks up to john Voigt in the in his car and says uh don't ever come back to this town again <laughs> yep and he's
0: and like, like w- w- yeah. we won't
1: yeah don't have to worry about that <laughs> yeah
0: right yeah <laughs> And there's a whole like, the whole motif after that about um, you know like he has a nightmare about mm-hmm. uh, about uh, basically about the bodies uh, body coming back. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Yeah, and then,
1: you know this is this is interesting. It's like, there, yeah, uh, at one point he has a, a dream. Well, well you don't even know it's a dream at first. You just see like this uh, body of water and like a bloated hand right. just like floats out of it. And then you know uh, John Boy wakes up uh, in, a, in a cold sweat. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the the movie just ends like on that same shot, but before the hand comes up, without the hand, and it's it uh and it's very ominous and uh and creepy. And apparently. Uh, Brian De Palma specifically uh, paid homage to that with the end of Carrie. Okay. Uh, which I haven't seen but spoiler alert um, <laughs> there's a dream sequence involving Carrie's hand like or is it Carrie or whoever's hand coming out of a grave. Okay. And then like from there that just became a horror movie right, thing a trope, like then yeah. like Friday the 13th does it and then right. it's in everything. And I think it's very interesting how it started here in this like not really horror movie. I, I feel actually, I feel like this is almost like a horror movie by proxy. Like it's right. It's close enough to a horror movie.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And it's like in the exact same genre, which like 20 years later would become a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. they
0: would, they would make this movie except have it less about them surviving the river and more about actual being stalked by hillbillies. Yeah.
1: And I, I'm pretty sure I've seen that exact movie at least like three times. <laughs> right. Um, and and so that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. But I like, though, that it cuts back, like, and the credits are just over the lake without mm-hmm. the hand, because, like, because it does, because that just gets across that um, that this is the thing yeah. that he's going to be worried about for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like well, we got away with this murder, but I'm always going to know that mm-hmm. somebody could just find this body.
1: Yeah it's that and also I think it's a real interesting juxtaposition like it's showing this as a lake and the water is just so still that's and true. calm that's true yeah compared to compared to yeah, yeah compared to what it used to be
0: the but it's, nightmare it's, of a river yeah
1: but it's like now exact the exact opposite of his mental state like but at yeah. both at both points in the movie uh, the, sh- the water is like the exact opposite of the of uh, like going into, into right, the right
0: right that's true that's fair I don't know
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know Good job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I tried to figure it out.
1: I'm always, I'm always trying to get yeah, to like metaphor it, and stuff yeah, and theme. It's,
0: sometimes it's better than but that's the thing with metaphor. You can you can just make yeah. it up. Yeah. Nobody like, can say, well, that's incorrect.
1: Yeah. I like movies that I, I think my, my favorite movies or stories in general are ones where you can like uh almost articulate like five different themes that pop <laughs> up in the movie uh, rather than clearly state one.
0: Yeah. Okay. You
1: know, like, uh, like whenever somebody is like, "Oh yeah, I made this deliberately as a Vietnam War uh, allegory," that movie is usually less interesting yeah. as a narrative. Right. Whereas this one has a lot of stuff you can sort of pull through. Even though I can't clearly state any of the themes because I'm not very smart, Aww. it feels like there's a lot of uh, stuff there. Okay. It's a, it's a rich. viewing experience yeah
0: i think that's true i agree with that
1: i think eventually we came around to say things about this movie (laughs) for a while for like the first hour we were recording i was like is this episode only going to be like 20 minutes long (laughs) yeah well Uh, i think we're doing okay now thank you everybody for listening please please rate us on itunes i'm begging you at this point I'll buy you a cheesesteak if you uh, rate us
0: on iTunes. That's Please don't stick to that. No. <laughs> I don't want to buy people cheesesteaks.
1: It would be a very hard thing to uh, to like ship. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, hopefully we don't know all these people in person, but maybe we do. Uh, rate us on iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Pod. Uh, the Twitter account will soon be uh, reactive, yeah. probably. Hopefully. I have
0: almost posted the schedule three times, and yeah. it's like good that I didn't because we've blown past every date that I've tried to put on the schedule. Yeah. Uh,
1: look, we're figuring this out. Okay. This is, uh, this is for the first year of podcast. It could be a little bumpy. You yeah, know? No, nobody, nobody comes right out the gate and is just like, you know, sticking to everything right away. Unless they're like on a podcast yeah, or getting paid to do well, this or something. Not
0: even that. I was going to say, unless they've been making podcasts yeah. for you know five years or whatever and they know they know what they're doing yeah they know how to schedule their time effectively yeah
1: uh this this podcast is made entirely by us and we have other things to do well you have other things to do i don't this is the only thing i have to do but it's still hard (laughs) um and yeah uh follow us on twitter on instagram uh at nominees pod send us an email at nominees pod at gmail.com if we get a letter we'll read it on the air unless it's like fuck you uh, yeah yeah um yeah i yeah.
0: i, I, I don't think it? i have anything to add to that yet. yeah
1: uh don't don't subscribe on patreon yet we haven't done anything no uh but you <laughs> can't... I also have to edit all those episodes too oh my goodness <laughs> yeah
0: yep Uh, Yeah, I got nothing. Thank you for listening.
1: Yeah. uh, Stay tuned in two weeks for The Emigrants.
0: Yeah. I don't know what to expect from that one. I know it's Swedish.
1: Yeah. uh, Three hour Swedish uh, epic about uh, Swedish people coming to America in the 1800s. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure, it's two movies. There's The Emigrants and The New Land, and I'm pretty sure they don't even get to America until The New (laughs) Land. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, okay maybe they do
1: I don't know but I, I'm I'm positive like a full hour of this movie is just inside a boat
0: <laughs> I have no idea we'll
1: find out uh, maybe it's great who knows uh, stay tuned for that um, but that's it from us um, later later